It's the end of the year, so let's talk about a little topic that tends to come up this time of year. Burnout. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table. I'm your host, Candace Eisner. Hey everyone, as you probably gathered, this week I want to talk to you a little bit about the topic of burnout. This is actually a topic that's really personal to me, and maybe it's personal to you too. And you know, it's one of those topics that we kind of tend to ignore in the world, not just in healthcare professions, but in a lot of, like just just in the world in general, not even in professions. So... I'd rather open the door and talk about it. So yeah, let's let's talk about it. What does that word burnout mean to you? Does it mean anything in particular? Maybe you've heard this before, but there's a so-called statistic that says massage therapists tend to burn out after five years because their bodies just can't handle the constant pressure that massage puts on them. Well, you know what? That stat isn't actually true. Sure, people do leave the profession after a few years, but often it's not actually due to physical or any other kind of burnout, but just because other stuff comes up, you know, life happens. Like they choose to stay home with their kids or they find an other career that they enjoy more, so they decide to do that instead. And, you know, there's plenty of therapists who have been working for 15, 20, 25 years, so this whole five-year thing, it's just not true. So, Maybe we should all do each other a favor, and this includes me as a former massage therapist, and just not keep spreading that rumor, you know, go with real statistics, not not the fake ones. But there's actually a different kind of burnout I really wanted to talk about today. This is an issue that is rarely talked about in healthcare professions outside of maybe nursing and medical doctors. And even then, like I said in the beginning of the episode here, it's not that talked about. But, you know, I think we need to talk about it because I think there's a certain stigma or tendency to ignore it because it's a mental health thing. So what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about caregiver burnout. I'm talking about something that's called compassion fatigue. Same thing, different name. You might have heard those terms in reference to someone who is caring for an elderly or ill family member. That's a super important thing to think about too, of course, yeah. Maybe in your in your uh, professional life as a massage therapist or if you're another profession, healthcare profession listening to this, maybe you've treated somebody um, who is currently experiencing or has in the past experienced caregiver burnout. Massage can certainly help in that situation. But what about the other caregivers, the people who are caregivers for a living, healthcare providers? That's a topic we tend to avoid or at least pretend doesn't exist because it's your career. You're fine. You don't feel burnt out. Why would you? You help people all day long. Well, of course, that's not true. Lots of people working in healthcare face times where they feel really burnt out, overworked, overstressed, and sometimes just not able to cope. And that's what I wanted to talk about today, the idea of taking care of the caregiver or taking care of yourself. Back when I was massaging, there was a lot of talk about getting treatments yourself, but the focus there was on taking care of your physical self, your muscles, your joints, your aching back, and your creaky knees. All super important, please don't misunderstand me. You should continue to get treatments for your body because you need them. Actually, everybody should be getting massage or chiropractic or whatever their body needs. That's important. That's an important part of living. But the thing that was seldom mentioned is how important it is to take care of your mental emotional health too. Maybe you covered it in one class in school, or maybe you and a few colleagues have talked about it, but as a whole, healthcare professions tend to stick their head in the sand about it, and 
all professions tend to stick their head in the sand about it. Again, you know, it's because it's mental health, so there's a bit of a stigma around it. So have you guys ever faced burnout? How did you deal with it? You know, if you're willing to share, I would absolutely love to hear your, hear your story because I know there are lots of people out there who have faced it and probably felt pretty isolated when they did. Like me. I faced burnout a few times in my career when I was a massage therapist, but I wasn't, it wasn't until that final time in 2013 when I realized I really had to do something about it. So I wanted to share my story with you all today in case, you know, that might help somebody else who's facing these things or even just help you or a colleague or a friend recognize the signs of burnout and realize that you need to get your, some, yourself or your colleague some help before things get really bad. So here's my story. Back in 2013, I found myself in what could best be described as a downward spiral. I wasn't sleeping. I was feeling irritated, angry, or sad most of the time. I didn't really feel like eating, even my favorite foods. And I was really, really, really unhappy with my career. And I don't just mean I was having a few days or a few weeks that were bad. I was depressed and anxious almost all of the time. Even when I was with people that I love, even when I was doing things that I normally would love. This might sound like the signs of depression, and actually burnout is a type of depression. So, you know, I'm not obviously a psychotherapist or any sort of clinician, but it's pretty obvious. So the thing is, when I graduated back in 20, sorry, when I graduated back in 2006, wow, that was a long time ago. I want to say 20 something, but it's actually 2006. Anyway, when I graduated way back then, I was so happy to be a massage therapist. Like you couldn't have stopped me. It was a career I worked really hard to join and I loved it so much. My mentors knew that. My classmates knew that. It was just something that was so important to me. But when all this burnout stuff was happening, I'd go to work each day dreading being there. And I would feel a lot of relief at night when I came home. But I would start to feel stressed again a few hours later knowing I'd have to go back the next day. I felt like my clients were expecting way too much of me. They were just being so demanding and ridiculous and things that never used to piss me off started to piss me off. Like, for example, people calling for same day uh, appointments, whether it was urgent or not. They just, I just did not want to have to deal with that. I really was not myself and I felt awful all the time. And not only that, but I felt really alone because it didn't seem like this was something that anyone else in the massage therapy profession or any healthcare profession was dealing with. But all of that, yeah, that's a big sign of burnout. That's a sign of burnout. So what happened? Well, I eventually hit rock bottom and I needed to take some time away from work. I needed to reassess things. So I headed to the West Coast, which is a place I kind of feel a really deep connection with. And I took some time to myself. And when I came back, I started seeing a psychotherapist to work through all of these issues. And if you feel any stigma at all, I just want to say this. If you feel any weirdness at all about seeing a therapist, don't. They are incredibly helpful. It is wonderful to have somebody to talk to about these things who's a professional and can help you work through them. So I really do strongly recommend it if you're going through any struggles that a professional therapist could help you with. So yeah, I started seeing a therapist and then I reached out to a few trusted friends and family members too because I really needed support from the people around me and I needed to not feel embarrassed or weird or uh, like I couldn't talk to them. 
I need I needed that support. And you know what? They were all really supportive. They were surprised because they didn't really realize what was going on, but they were super supportive. Because you know what? I was this burnout meant that I needed to make some big changes and I needed everyone's help with that. And so after a while, I realized the right choice for me was leaving massage therapy as a profession. And trust me, that wasn't an easy decision. You know, those of you who've sort of read my story on my website or other places might have thought that, you know, for me, it was just always oh, easy. I wanted to go into web design, la la la. It wasn't really like that. It was an obvious transition for me, something I'm very happy to do. Don't get me wrong. I love what I'm doing now. But leaving massage therapy was not an easy decision. And to this day, you know, I still have a lot of love and respect for the profession. And the other thing I kind of want to say about that is that me leaving the massage therapy profession was what was right for me. It doesn't mean that if you're experiencing burnout, you need to leave your profession too. Of course not. You know, for some of you, it could just mean that you need to take some time off to take care of yourself and then you'll go back and you'll feel much better. Or you need a change of scenery, like you need to work at a different clinic or you need to have a different focus. Like, for example, you could change from doing mostly deep tissue sports massage to doing more general health and wellness treatments or changing from working at a chiropractic clinic to working at a spa. Just something different to kind of reboot your career and, and you know, give you some passion and, and love and life for it again. You know, everyone is different. And I encourage you to explore your options if you're feeling burnt out and get help with that. So again, see a psychotherapist, get help from your family and friends who you know you can trust, talk to colleagues. You don't have to feel alone and you don't have to work on this alone. So this is the last podcast episode for 2016. I wanted to give myself a little bit of time over the month of December to, you know, spend time with friends and family and do some other things. But as well, I know this time of year, we all tend to be inundated with emails and phone calls and advertising, you know, um, billboards and websites and everywhere for Black Friday, which I'm recording this on Black Friday, actually. And believe me, I had a lot of emails this morning advertising Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas, New Year's, Boxing Week sales, all of that crazy stuff. And, you know, I don't think you need any more noise in your life this time of year. So I'm going to sign off, but I'll be back with season two in January. And I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, speaking with you guys again in January. And by the way, if you have any particular topics you'd love for me to cover, just let me know. You can find me on social media. I'll still be hanging out there even over the holidays. All right. And last things before I sign off for real, if you are experiencing burnout, really, truly do get some help with it. You can, you can do it, you know. There are so many people who can support you. And as well, if you think, you know, talking to somebody who has been through it like me would help you, please do reach out. I'm more than happy to chat with you. All right. Take care. Have an awesome holiday. Have an awesome rest of 2016. And I will see you guys back here in 2017. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. If you found this podcast interesting or helpful to you in some way, or if you found one of the other episodes helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you gave me a rating over on iTunes. 
just load up iTunes, find my podcast, and click the stars to rate. Um, I'd appreciate it if you gave me five stars, but I totally understand if you feel that I'm not worth five stars. Um, That said, do pop me an email or find me on social media to let me know what I can do to improve the podcast. I would also really appreciate that. Also, if you want to leave me a written rating on iTunes, that would also be really great. Thanks so much, and I hope you guys are listening again next week. Take care. The music for this podcast is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks, Jason.